When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello! Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Donna and Steve, and we get an extra hour. DJ Rog Oh, I hope you're uh, you're in for a fun time coming up at 9.30. That's right. We're going to be on the television? Yeah, yes. so we're going to have to talk. I'll, I'll come talk to you during this commercial break. But we uh, at 9.30 today, we will be live with Chris and Megan on It'll... Minnesota Live, which is on Channel 5. It's the yeah. new morning show that they have. And so we do a little bit of radio on TV, TV on the radio. We each see into each other's lives. Um, so it's really fun. And today, we're going to be talking with them about the news that came out yesterday regarding the Super Bowl 56 halftime show. So we'll mm-hmm. tease it a little now, and then uh, we'll, we'll do a, a kind of a walk down memory lane coming up today at 9.30, including the, I would argue, greatest slash worst <laughs> halftime performance of all time, which happened in Minnesota, and it was not Justin Timberlake. But here's who we've got. We have got Kendrick Lamar. Big we fan. We have got Dr. Dre. Big fan. Eminem. Yes. Yep. Snoop D-O-double-G. Of course. And then the legend, Mary J. Blige. I'm in. I think that they, uh, when the NFL tweeted it out, they, you know, it's kind of like the Super Bowl halftime show is brought to you by the numbers 49 and, geez, 15. It's like they got 49 Grammys, 43 Grammys, I think, 19 number one albums, five iconic performers, and they're all coming together. So when you hear that, just the, the lineup of names and that grouping, what's your instant reaction? And it's in L.A., by the way. That's worth noting. This is going to be in Los Angeles, which is what Dr. Dre is excited about. Because he's from, I don't know if it's Inglewood, Compton. He's right out there in, like, East L.A. And so he's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show in his backyard. Yeah, and same with Kendrick. He's from L.A. And Snoop's from the LBC. Yeah, Snoop is an OG. Uh, I love it. Can't wait. Let's yeah. talk more about it coming I, up at nine thirty for sure. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I mean, I'm such a sucker for Eminem, you know, uh, and I'm a guy who listens to music more than I listen to lyrics. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, kind of yeah, tune yeah. out. So uh, I just love him. And, and when when uh, Snoop and Dr. Dre came out with in two thousand one, remember the album The Chronic, and it was. It was cool, man. And then they were they were collaborating a lot with Eminem at that time, who was just coming up. Uh, that's fantastic. I'm not a, a huge personal fan of Mary J. Blige. Of course, I know her and know her songs and all that. Um, but I like that she will offset it a little bit with her R&B styling to come off of the horror hip And she's hip-hop. a great, a really great performer. Yeah. She's so passionate. Um, by the way, Snoop Dogg. Do a double. 
never won a Grammy. Really? Yep. We got somebody else coming up in the beat today at 10 o'clock. It'll blow your mind that this person, with all of her number one songs, never won a Grammy. Hmm. I thought we were talking about that here. Oh, Oh, we can. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't have to wait until the beat. Sorry about yeah. that. Guys, we have a loaded show. If you came, I hope that you didn't eat before because we are going to fill you the bleep up. I was trying to do this really smooth <laughs> sorry. segue sorry. into what we discussed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I screwed this that up. morning. Sorry. It's Friday, Donna. It's Friday. I had to set up the lights in oh, here sorry. for the television show oh. and download an app to control the lights. Wow. What am I, an engineer now? Wow, Steve, you're wearing many hats. Oh, thanks. Not How to mention the hard it? hat. Project Down and Dirty Construction. Who didn't win a Grammy? Uh, Katy Perry. That's crazy. Katy Perry has never won a Grammy. And in a new interview with Variety, um, somebody brought it up to her, said, hey, listen, you have 50 billion streams. You sold over 48 million albums. How do you not have a Grammy? And she said, I've been nominated 13 times before. And really, I always go by numbers. They don't lie, and I'm okay with that. Everyone has an opinion. That's wonderful, but numbers are numbers, and math is sacred. There you go. Now, I wonder, though, because I, the the headline from that reads, she doesn't care that she doesn't have a Grammy, but I think she's because the math is like you got zero Grammys, but isn't she really adding up all of her albums sold and number one hits? Because those numbers don't lie. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter if if you're being recognized by the Recording Association of America if the fans are buying your records. That's how the weekend feels. Yeah. You wonder when you hear something like that, so Snoop Dogg never a Grammy, Katy Perry with, I mean, there was one solo album that she had that I believe had seven or eight number one songs on it. This would have been back around 2012, 13. Yeah. And to not have a Grammy just makes you, I think the the Grammys, the Grammys, you don't want to turn them into the People's Choice Awards because then you got teeny boppers who yeah, are no. repeat text voting from Correct. home. But still, when you hear some of this, it makes you think, I don't know, losing a little bit of cred. But if you were an artist, nothing would beat getting a Grammy. Right. Journey's never had a Grammy. Wow. Uh, Iggy Pop, my doppelganger, has <laughs> never had a Grammy. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Yes. Notorious B.I.G. Let wow. me tell you more. The Grateful Dead. No Grammys. Wow. The, the doors. doors. No Grammy. Busta Rhymes, Run DMC, Morrissey, Diana wow. Ross. This is crazy. That's wild. You know, some of it has to do with, to the year that you come out with your albums. Who's your Who's competition? Your competition? Yeah. Because then you have on the flip side, Lauren Hill wins nine Grammys in a year. I mean, I think Adele has done a big handful sure. in one given year. I saw you just passed Brian McKnight. I should mention that Love that Brian was McKnight. one of the less than 10 concerts I've been to at the Greek Theater in oh, Los Angeles. I have also seen Brian McKnight in concert. Loved him. I, wow, think he he was a, I think he was a guest of Mariah Carey's, oh, actually. Wow. Uh, let's see. Nicki Minaj, No Grammy, Guns N' Roses. Wow. Tupac Shakur, Janis Joplin, Bob <laughs> Marley. The Beach, Beach Boys? Boys? Yes. Come on, they have 8,000 hits. Uh, Fat Albert, a.k.a. Jimi Hendrix. Big boned Albert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there must be some kind of way out of here. Queen, <laughs> Sia. Queen? ABBA. 
I mean, guys. What are we doing? Whatever. You just take it with a grain of salt. You want a Grammy? Great. You don't. Don't. It's you know. Good. You don't put all your. What do you call it? All your eggs, eggs in, in a one basket. basket. Yeah. All your chickens in one egg. Not that. Okay, though. Uh, the, <laughs> let's do the eggs in one basket thing. That works. Okay, perfectly. that works great. Uh, it's a Friday on the Donna and Steve show. So happy that you are listening. A lot to get to. This morning at 11.30 today, we do slow jams, which is where DJ Rock Lobster uh, slows down something that we talked about earlier in the week. It goes to half speed. We sound like total idiots. You were going to laugh at our expense. We got that at 11.30. 10.30, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge each and every day. You'll have a chance to play along by calling in or listening and seeing if you can beat Donna and me. Uh, When we come back, we have got a list of things that will make you go, huh. Okay, this is interesting. There's a 2014 movie. See if you can figure this out. A 2014 movie mm-hmm. had a $250 hair and makeup budget. 250 bucks. Okay. Won the Oscar for best makeup and hairstyling that year. 2014 was the movie. I think I know it. Okay. We'll see if you get this figured out. That and other uh, movie fun facts coming up when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. And thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment and fun facts too things that make you go things that make you go things that make you go Donna thinks she got it I don't, I, I don't I think I got my year wrong but so here was what we teased you with before the break uh, this 2014 movie had a $250 makeup budget, but went on to win an Oscar in that same year for best makeup and hairstyling. My guess was, although it's incorrect, Joker. Joker. Okay, yeah, you were up, you were yeah, up by, off five by years. Yeah, you know, it happens. Rocco, you have a guess? I mean, the only thought I had about a show that would have no makeup budget would be like something like Boyhood. Oh, that's good. But okay, I no, can't imagine a- that would have won. For makeup. Right. Dallas Buyers Club. Okay. Oh. Jared Leto. Yeah. Well, just, it looks like they spent maybe $15 at Walgreens. Yeah, I think they had a, a yeah. surplus in the budget. Because uh, that was just heavy blue eyeshadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messy red lipstick. You know. Very 70s, you know. Very, very 70s. Here's another movie fun fact. During Into the Woods rehearsal, Meryl Streep took a dangerous fall backward toward a concrete floor. James Corden, director Rob Marshall, just watched in complete shock. Oh, my goodness. And then who swooped in to help her? Pregnant Emily Blunt stepped in, caught Meryl before she hit the floor. Oh, that's sweet. Hit me with another big pappy. All right, guys, settle down. Okay. With her intricate costume and underwear and Cruella, Emma Thompson needed a team of people to help her use the bathroom. Did Emma you say Thompson. interesting underwear? Uh, intricate oh, costume oh, intricate. Okay. and underwear. Settle what down, movie? Rocco. What movie? Uh, Cruella, <laughs> the new Cruella, oh, which is sure. available now on Disney Plus oh, at no you. added cost. Nice to know. You know, I don't think we give actors enough credit for when they have to go through extreme costuming. Yeah, it can be really intense. Jim Carrey it almost broke the man when he did The Grinch, wonderful version of The Grinch. I'm so pumped about Eric, Christmas coming. Hate it. You are terrible. Let's just keep that on, you know, the drawing pages. We don't need to see some creepy guy in a weird face thing. Ew, <laughs> I don't like it. Did you write that down, Rocker? Let's keep that on the drawing pages. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Thanks, guys. Brendan Fraser nearly died while filming The Mummy. 
His co-star, Rachel Weisz, said he stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated during a scene where his character was hanged. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Glad he's okay. He's having a resurgence right now. He's having a moment. A fragrant moment. A fragrant moment. It's Mariah Carey's. Creating sounds for an extinct species can be difficult. So Gary Rydstrom, who is a Lucasfilm sound designer, decided to get creative. The noise that the velociraptors make in Jurassic Park is actually the sound of, and you know, that's a sound like a, you know, it's like a high-pitched squeal sort of a thing. Okay, is it coming from a live creature? Yes, queen. Okay, not from like a door creaking. Correct. From another animal doing an activity. It's a dog. And the dog is dreaming or stretching. Streaming. <laughs> dreaming. She said or streaming, stretching. which made me think like peeing. What sound is her? She needs yeah, to take her dog. He was that. watching Squid Game. That is a show. Tortoise is mating. Oh, what? good one. Tortoise is mating makes the sound of the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. Here's a quick hitter. I don't remember this. I watched this movie one time and forgot the majority of it except for the words as if. Alicia Silverstone didn't know how to correctly pronounce Haitians during the classroom debate scene in Clueless. Does she have trouble saying it in the movie, Rocco? Mm, I have never seen it. Production for Gone Girl shut down for four days because Ben Affleck, a diehard Red Sox fan, refused to wear a New York Yankees baseball cap. Ah, that's awesome. So they shut production down. Four days, Affleck says, I'm not doing it. Forget about it. Eventually, the Bostonian actor and the director, David Fincher, agreed to let him wear a Mets cap instead, which was much less sacrilege than a Yankees. A Yankees. That makes sense. This is a weird thing. There's some Wow, movie... I, I, that just gets me. It, it, you're an actor. That's dumb. Act. Yeah, I just bought, uh, I went to Milwaukee a couple weekends ago. I bought a Brewers shirt. I'm wearing it. It's cool. I'm, you know what? I'm, I, I'm not so dumb that I can't like support the Packers every now and then. Right. You're not blinded by fandom. No. I hear you, man. I hear you. I don't hear you at all. <laughs> I literally, cause I took my headphones, took off. headphones off. <laughs> um, this is gross. Anna Hutchinson was only able to tolerate making out with a wolf head. In the movie The Cabin in the Woods, because they covered the wolf's like dead taxidermy tongue in powdered sugar. No. Thank you. That's uh, no. You, who's going to make out with like a dead animal? A that's paid been actor. Pres- mm, fine. You put powdered sugar on almost any surface and i would probably lick it well we might have to test that theory hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Will he lick it? A new YouTube a new, show. A new game. Disney originally had Denzel Washington, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, and Marlon Wayans in mind to star in the movie Cool Runnings. Oh, that would have been great. Holy stacked. How stacked can one bobsled be? Denzel, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Marlon Wayans. Back in the early 90s, that's big as it gets. Instead, it was like a bunch of unknowns. unknowns, right? unknowns. Yeah. yeah, which was, I think, the better way to do it. If It made this story feel a little bit more believable. John Candy, their coach. One of his last movies, I think. Aw. R.I.P. J.C. Okay. <laughs> not, Toto. Re- not referring to Jesus. Not Jesus Christ. Right. No. She's referring to John Candy, the other JC. <laughs> uh, Toto, Dorothy's dog in The Wizard of Oz, was paid more money than the actors who played the Munchkins. Rude. Toto received $125 a week, while each Munchkin earned $50 a week. Hmm. Will Ferrell consumed so much sugar while filming Elf that he ended up suffering from terrible headaches, dealing with sugar highs. And had a hard time sleeping afterward. I'd love to see an elf too. I mean, elf is I it's just such a cozy, cozy Christmas movie to it's watch. Cute. It's I would super like cute. to see another one, and I know that it would probably ruin it, and I think that they've been approached about it. I'm just saying. All right, Steve. What's a Christmas movie that you'd like to see a sequel of? Like Home Alone didn't, you know, need it. Uh I'd like to know what George is up to these days. Mary. <laughs> Want the moon, Mary? Throw a lasso on and pull it down. I mean, he should have been put in an institution at that point when yeah, he said that. I agree. Yeah, we're done. Um, hey, we are we're done here. We're gonna yeah. jump on live television. Very excited. When we come back, we will be on Minnesota Live, joined by our buddies Chris and Megan. They'll join us here on the air. We're gonna talk about the big Super Bowl Fifty Six halftime announcement that came out yesterday, and maybe the worst halftime show of all time. We'll tell you about it. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and TV's Steve Patterson. Hey, Donna, so pleasant to be here. And I, you. Uh huh. Rocco is also with us. Rocco. Clom, clom, clom. And Rocco, you're here during our best behavior uh, segment, which you usually aren't here for. We're going to be on television in a few minutes, about four minutes from now. We're going to be uh, joined by our friends Chris and Megan from Minnesota Live to talk all things about the Super Bowl halftime show. So just make sure that you're on your best behavior over there, yeah, too. Yeah, and okay? I wore like a nice shirt and did my hair and everything, and I found out I'm not actually going to be on the television. <laughs> so thank you for that. No, but you look good. Thank now you, you can go to like a fast casual restaurant after this <laughs> okay. and just be fine. Yeah, right. You're doing great. Um, you know, it's funny. I wore a shirt that is kind of, I kind of, th- thought of it as like a Philippines wedding shirt. And um, Alexis Thompson, who is of Philippine origin, said, 
Hey, that's a great looking Filipino shirt. She she nailed it. Oh, really? Wow. I know. nailed it. Wow, Rocco. And it's not going to be on TV, but whatever. Is Go it ahead. National like Filipino Day or anything? Uh, like I don't that? think it is. I just wanted. I've been wearing cool shirts for Hannah. She's been celebrating my shirt collection, and nice. I thought I was going to be on TV. So whatever. Go hey, ahead. I want to. Um, you look great, and, and I, 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 I always look amazing. I have oh. a place that I would suggest that you go, and I, I'm not going to mention it's it by name. It's called Ragstock. No, no, no. Hey, no, Donna. I, um, I went to a like if you feel good about yourself today. I went into a restaurant the other day. Fast casual situation. I'm not going to say it by name. They sell salads. That's their thing. Okay. And there's a new spot in uh, in in Chanhassen out in my neck of the woods, and I was craving a salad. I got a salad, uh-huh. and I got a sparkling water, uh-huh. a can of water. The total was $19.50. Wow, that's a, more than that shirt you paid for, Rocco. Donna! What? I'm just saying, they had a big fancy chandelier in there. Ooh. And that's really? what I thought. I walked in, I thought, this is incredible. And then and then I realized, wow, they're really, they're really charging for this stuff. They're really charging for this stuff. Holy cow. So anyway, uh, just you know, proceed with uh, with with caution, if you can. Hey, how's it going? Real good. All right, we're about sixty seconds away from hanging with our friends at Minnesota Live. Okay. Now, quickly, some Seinfeld news before we talk Super Bowl with Chris and Megan. Seinfeld was trending this morning on Twitter. Is it because it's now all available on Netflix? Starting today? All nine seasons are available right now on Netflix. So go that, and watch it. You know what that means? <clears throat> that what? means that Seinfeld got paid again. It was just a few years ago. He got oh, yeah. paid like $150 million or something like that. This guy never has to work again. And then he, he just does these little... He's like an NBA free agent at the peak of his career. Where you sign a four-year deal, you get paid $150 million, and then you just sign with another team for $200 million. He is very... Okay, now, he's very rich. Do you feel close enough to me? Because we have to be closer during our fancy television hit. Uh, about that? Yeah, I think I feel really good. We're okay. squeezing in. Everybody, uh, you can watch us on Channel 5 yeah, right now. Yeah, you turn on Channel 5. I never yeah. asked you, are you a big Seinfeld fan, by the way? I'm not a big fan. I'm a fan. You're, but you'll watch it if yes, you need to. Okay. Uh, so anyway, if you, yeah, if you want to watch all nine seasons on Netflix now. Yes. Hello. Oh, I think we have our friends over at Channel 5. I think we do. Okay, I think okay, I think they're coming to us. You guys ready? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Can we hear them? Turn them up so Here we can we hear them, Rocco. Turn them up. We want to hear Chris and Megan. Your listeners can hear us and we can hear and see you. Well, Chris and Megan, we never know if our listeners can hear you guys until after. And it all comes down to, will we get peppered with emails saying we wanted to hear Chris and Megan? We couldn't hear Chris and Megan last week. It seemed like we were talking to ourselves, but I think all is heard right now. Here's what we're talking about this morning. The Super Bowl 56 halftime show already announced. I thought it was sort of early to have the announcement. I thought it was, too. Do we know who's in the Super Bowl now? No. <laughs> no. It's, like, still early in the season, right? The Vikings are in the Super Bowl. Yeah! <laughs> we've, already, we've already penciled them in after yeah. their big win last week. It's the Minnesota Seattle. Wild. They beat the se- yeah, it's the Minnesota Wild is going to be in the Super Bowl. We're all excited about the matchup. Uh, but the halftime show, so it's going to happen in L.A. this year, the, uh, the Super Bowl is, and they've got a fancy new stadium out there, which they want to show off. The NFL does that. That's what they did with U.S. Bank Stadium here in 20. 2018. But how about this lineup? You have got Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. They are bragging, as you see in the tweet, 43 Grammys and 19 number one albums. 
between them. So it's a real legendary lineup. That being said, here's something that we talk about sometimes with movies. Sometimes someone like Martin Scorsese will Mm. get together every big-name actor that he has and says, let's put them all in the same movie. It doesn't guarantee that it will work. Donna, when I uh, rattled off the full list to you earlier today, your thought was what? I love it. I think it's going to be great. I love that. Now, this music is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, hip-hop's not your genre, But I appreciate Mary J. Blige. She's a great performer. Kendrick Lamar, I think of that 2016 performance at the Grammys, was mind-blowing. I think we've got a, a lot of really great performers. Now, it, uh, Chris and Megan, when you heard the lineup, does it feel like too many? Because then you have to divvy up who's singing what, how much time do you get? Because the, the halftime show is only ever, what, 15 to 20 minutes long. That's right. Yeah, I think it's got it's going to be super awkward. But, I mean, they are big names. Uh, I don't know. It feels like they try so hard to come up with somebody for everybody that they kind of just single everybody out in the meantime and they come up with something that's well, not good. And I feel like sometimes, too, they try to make it so unique each year that just give the people what they want, right? right. Which is a really great show. Right. Yeah, I so think I pulling it off with that. that many voices, you're right. It, that, yeah. that can be a little tricky. It reminded me of a time that they tried this before. Uh, it was 2001. I think I was like 17 at the time. It was like junior or senior year. I thought it was incredible because you had Sync, you had Aerosmith, then out comes Britney Spears, out comes Nelly by the end of the show. Uh, th- those were three like chart-topping performers, and then you had the icons that were Aerosmith. Back then, I thought it worked. I watched this this morning from my couch on YouTube, and suddenly it didn't work. And I just thought, you know, maybe that was 17-year-old me. What didn't work about it, do it, you think? It felt too much like it was Aerosmith and Nelly and NSYNC and Britney on the same stage. It was just like, <laughs> what's going on? And uh, to, to Chris and Megan's point, just getting one solid performance, Megan, Chris, what topped Prince when he just was one guy out there and did Purple Rain in the Rain? I don't know that anything has topped it so far. I mean, I know we have local bias on this particular artist, but I mean, it was pretty good. And people keep going back to this as being like the bar for Super Bowl halftime shows. I would agree. I I don't think we've seen anything better than that. The the weekend last last year, was it, was fantastic. But I'm still going to stick with Prince, I think. It's tough for these performers, too. When you get booked for a Super Bowl halftime show, it's very difficult to win because Twitter's going to have an instant reaction to it. Next day, all of the shows are going to be talking about it. It's tough to win. I thought Justin Timberlake would win when he was here right. in Minnesota a few years ago. He even did a quick little homage to Prince, which people didn't like. That didn't work for him. So maybe, here's the idea, maybe we go back to another Minnesota Super Bowl that we had. The year was 1992. This is your fave, right? Winter magic. Oh, no. It's winter magic. No. Come on. Because then there's no pressure. There's no star that has to attach themselves to it. It had a very cheesy early 90s Disney vibe. The sweater that that guy wore, he should have got an honorary Super Bowl ring just for having that kind of courage. What if we went back to just a pure entertainment show without any discernible stars? Your thoughts on that? Well, those snowflakes uh, up in the crowd there (laughs) in the Metrodome are pretty amazing. Really making the Metrodome an even more remarkable structure (laughs) with the special glimmer from those snowflakes. I don't know. I mean, we can all sit back and make fun of this, right? Because it was almost 30 years ago. But if they did like a theatrical show today, it would obviously be... A lot more, um, I don't know, technologically savvy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would probably be pretty good. That's they true. should do some kind of Broadway thing. 
right? Just have like uh, mm. the cast of Hamilton come out and do something. I don't know. I don't but know we're, we're I'm excited. So I'm we don't make the decision. Fully reprise Winter Magic. Don't update it. Just give me that all over again. Chris and Megan, good to be with you guys. Have a good rest of your show. Thank you, guys. Okay, guys. You too. Hey, See remember, Don and Steve. The show is Minnesota, Minnesota Live. Live. Uh, you can watch it Channel 5 uh, weekdays at 9 o'clock. You know... It would be interesting if the Super Bowl. It'd be interesting if the Super Bowl halftime show did decide. Cool man. Oops. If if the Super Bowl halftime show decided to do something non-celebrity and yeah. just real, like, like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. How about gymnasts? Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> have the gymnasts come out. You know, one year they had up with people. That was kind of what like was that? A, that was like a ensemble thing where people sang about the joy of humanity. Up, up with people. <laughs> Steve would have loved it, actually. It I sounds think. super positive. Yeah, I I'll think see if I'd I can be find interested in that. that oh yes, please. Uh, but whether um, you like it or not, and it's early. It's already announced, and so this is good. This is a good sign for the performers because, to your point, Donna, you know it is October first. This came out yesterday. This news. It so is the, very early. The Super Bowl is not going to be for another four and a half months. Right. So, but hey, that gives them time to practice and put on an amazing show. And maybe time to make sure that it doesn't feel like too many voices, too many big stars all on right. one stage and they can separate it. And would it be cool if during this, this Super Bowl halftime show, what if, uh, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop, you know, they have collaborated for so much of their career. So what if they were on center stage? Yes. And then you have a separate stage that is like, up, up in, in the, the peanut air. gallery. Yes. And then you got Eminem up there. I like it. Mary J. Blige is now halfway down, suspended yes. in the air over top of the main stage. Yeah. You got Kendrick Lamar. Wow, is, you're, you're already producing the whole show. It would just be fun. Wait, It'd is this really what fun. Steve is leaving uh, Twin Cities Live to do? I guess so. There Super have been some producer. rumors. Uh, listen, I'd be willing to go to a brainstorming session. Okay. Boy, we had a fun little brainstorming session yesterday about the My Talk YouTube channel. Oh, I don't know why I wasn't invited, but that's cool. Well, we needed creative free thinkers, not oh, very wow. no, Okay, that's what the invitation said. Donna's like um, the biggest star of the My Talk Instagram page. Really, Rocco? Uh, why do no. you say, does this have to do with... Please don't. Donna being caught yesterday. People think I am insane. They think I'm nuts. And then Donna is, just so you know... Really... I am a respectable professional. I don't need my neighbors seeing this kind of stuff. This is private. Donna. It's rude. The difference between Donna and me, and some would say this is what makes her more professional than I, is I'm crazy on the air and off the air. Donna acts like a child during commercial breaks. And then here's what she does. She goes, blah, 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 and then she cracks him like, good morning, welcome back. It's my talk and I'm professional. And I just, I'm so happy now that we have Millennial Hannah determined to reveal her true identity, Donna Valentine. So yesterday we walk into Hannah's office talking about something. Donna abandons the conversation. Rocco, do you have the original video from Instagram? Okay, so we walk in. Donna abandons the conversation. Hannah and I are talking about something. And Donna just starts doing this. This is mid-song that we caught her. Okay. My baby boy, boo. my baby boy, boo. She's doing the robot, I think. My baby and my boy, Jay Boo. <laughs> so then, and there was a whole she tries to give you the double high five, and you will not get it back. My baby, Well, I mean, I, I'm clapping along through. I tried to be background for it, but then it got a little off script. And so that was only the off second script. half of the song. She is very weird. I don't know who that person was. You know how Ed Sheeran has a, you know, <laughs> someone who looks exactly like him? 
I think that's who that person is. Or maybe it's like Beyonce says, when she gets on stage, she becomes Sasha Fierce. Uh, she changes her mindset. Maybe, I think that's you off the air. Is something weird happens. So then we're like, man, that's got a pretty good we gotta beat go. to it, yeah. though. Thanks. Maybe, we will let you we'll re- we'll let you listen to the debut single, maybe, Baby Buddy Boo. And maybe we'll do like a greatest hits. We'll have Ding Tang Diggly too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have uh, Baby Buddy Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get a peach, else? grill we'll a peach, have, eat a peach. And we'll have Durop. Durop. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll let you know. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, say something Please. next. Okay, we're back. We love you. We do. We love you. Don't go changing, okay? Donna and Steve here at My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Saw a couple of things I want to tell you. Hey, about. if you see something, say something. Okay. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, man. To be a celebrity and to go unnoticed. Mick Jagger. I love this story. Ever heard of him? (laughs) He stopped by a North Carolina bar on Wednesday night. They're just like us. Yeah, right? I just wanted to hang out, maybe get a pint. He shared a photo where you can see there's not a lot of people around, but the co-owner of the bar said that the couple to the right of Mick, and there is a picture, had floor seats to the Stones show that night. So was he there after the show? Is that what we're saying? He was hanging out having a beer after the show or was this pre-show? Uh, I think it was pre-show. Just having a beer I read it as pre-show, or, or but I don't know, before. I guess. I think he was there on a Wednesday. Maybe okay. the show was on a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> but the people who were there were excited because they had floor seats yeah. to the Stones show. Um, so when this guy, I guess, saw the photo, he went to the credit card receipts to see if there was a mixed signature anywhere. The guy who owned the bar. Sure. Um. There wasn't. So uh, so not even the bartender realized it. I guess not until somebody saw a picture and went, oh, my God, Mick Jagger's here. I don't really know. What, what, a, what a bummer that would be. I want to see the picture. Let's well, and, and the picture's tricky, too, because so Mick's wearing like a baseball hat and, uh, and it, they're outdoors, too, and everybody's socially distanced. They're all at their own benches, tables, outside. And uh, it's... You could see, I I think that this is so fascinating. I wish there was a way to figure out how many times have you been near a celebrity right. and not known it. Exactly. And I bet it's a lot. Okay, so he was at the something Beaver Saloon. Yeah, something like that. Oh, my God. It just looks like a very casual joint. Yeah. And how much... Oh, Mick, my God. And he's standing right there. Oh, doop-de-doop. Mick must have loved it, too, just being able to go out. To a small little place like that, not get noticed. Oh my god! I bet that's I bet that's pretty darn satisfying for Mick Jagger. But man, if you're those people, if you're in the if you're in Mick Jagger's picture, because there are people in the picture. Yes, on the patio, and it's a picture that someone took of Mick Jagger. I would assume a friend of his because he uh, tweeted this and just said out and about last night in Charlotte, North Carolina. So you could see the name of the place. I can't see what the name of the place says because it's covered by patio lights. But yeah. it's you write something about Beaver. It's a, something I read about a little bit about it. It's like a Thirsty Beaver. Thirsty Beaver. Bar. Got it. 
And uh, I heard similar to our own uh, historic dive bar, Nyes, it's now like surrounded by, you know, two, you know, high rises that were built around it. Right. But that would have been pretty cool. Although, you know, you'd want to, part of you would want to say hi to Mick or get a selfie. And then another part would Would be like, you wouldn't leave him alone. I would just leave him alone. I would walk past him and just go, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. I would just on the down low, just go. Oh my god, I love you. But it, it's so funny because when I saw when I saw Guns and Roses in Milwaukee a couple Saturdays ago, oh I, here he goes again. I knew mm-hmm. that they were playing, you know, St. Paul on Tuesday. So part of me was like, what do they do Sunday and Monday? Right? Do they hang out in Minneapolis? Do they fly back to L.A.? Do they? You know, what do you what do you do when you got a night off on tour? When I was younger, um, there Cindy Lauper was in concert at First Avenue. And so I went and saw her, and then I had heard that all these celebs and artists stay at, what's the name of that hotel? It started with a W. I don't think it's there anymore. Down by the river. Yeah. In Minneapolis. Oh, you're right. Um, It was called like the You're right. I know. Down by where the Guthrie is now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was down over there, and I would just go cruising around because she was my idol and I wanted to meet her so bad. And I thought she's probably staying here. We should go in and sit at the bar because that would be the thing to do. If you're going to spot them, they're probably going to be at the bar at the hotel where they're staying. Sure. Yeah, that's a good spot to go. But I mean, wow, just to randomly. <laughs> For some reason, I'm blanking on that hotel's name. But like in like 1989, uh, me and a couple of buddies went on a triple date with our ladies there because we thought, oh, let's show. So, anyways, turns out New Kids on the Block were in town that weekend, and we came out of the elevator, and all these girls were like, ah! Right. Oh. oh my God, I love it. If anybody remembers the name of that hotel, called? call us six five one six four one one zero seven one. It's. Uh, I think they took it down. Unless it's oh, yeah, still it's there. Some, it's. I mean, the building's still there because it's an old, you know, historic brick building. <sighs> but I think it's, uh, you know, condos now. Okay, here we go. There's a phone call. Okay, fine. Bye. Oh, okay. D- uh, he's gonna get that. And we're gonna find out what the name of this is. Or do you want a Guten Tag it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Good and talk. Good You are the one who just called. You're on the air right now. It's the Donna and Steve show. Who this? Jill. What up, Jill? Hi, Jill. Hey, the name of the hotel is the Whitney. Yes. The Whitney. Thank you. You bet. That's it. Bye, Jill. Bye, Bye Jill. You know, um, this this Mick Jagger going unnoticed at this bar picture. I'll link up to that on the uh, Donna and Steve show links page here in a minute. It reminds me of another thing. Do you remember when this went viral a number of years ago uh, when you had Mick, uh, Mick Jagger, you had Matthew Broderick and a little girl. She was on vacation with her dad and really wanted to take a picture. They realized, oh, my goodness, that's Matthew Broderick. Oh, I don't so know they try story. to take this picture and then they realize there's a guy in the background. And they're like, sir, could, is it OK? And so like they're trying to like crop him out. And then the picture goes viral oh, no. after the guy realized it was Jerry Seinfeld. Ah, that's right. Matthew Broderick and Jerry Seinfeld are there together. The girl wants to take a picture with Matthew Broderick. Oh. Dad doesn't know. Girl doesn't know oh, that it's no. Jerry bleeping Seinfeld, whose entire show is now available on Netflix. I love it. Uh, so I'll link up to that in this Mick Jagger photo. And then you can answer the question, would you have noticed? Would you have noticed that it was Mick Jagger? Probably not. Because you're just so involved with the people that you're talking to at your table. And you're like, oh, there's a bunch of just, you know, random people who are yes. casually dressed. I mean, now if he came in dressed like Mick Jagger. That's exactly right. Like Steven Tyler. He can't go undetected because he's always got scarves hanging off of him. And he's always wearing a duster and his hair will give him away. I wonder if he has casual stuff. 
I think that's it. I think that's his dress up, his casual, his work in the yard. Well, clothes. he could even be super casual, but if he was wearing flip flops, stop it with that wackadoodle toe. Hey. I say it as a fellow foot sufferer. My foot's weird. I have Hashtag a bunion. Warrior. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, it's a new music Friday. Lots of new music to get wait. to. Speaking of the Rolling Stones, a previously unreleased track. We'll get to that. We've got. Elton John, we got Pistol Annie's. I don't know, maybe we've got some Limp Biscuit. You'll have to what? wait and find out. Uh-huh. What? Wait till you hear the name of the oh song, my. too. You're going to love it. That's all coming up next in The Beat.